This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents... This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy-winning journalist Rita Cosby. And welcome to another edition of Protecting America. This week, we heard Ukraine's President Zelensky plead to Congress for MiG jets and a no-fly zone. Me time. Russian forces pummeled civilian targets, killing people in bread lines and women and children seeking shelter in a theater in Mariupol. How do we stop Putin, this brutal dictator, this madman? What does the U.S. and the world need to do now? And joining us to talk about all of these very important topics is Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin. He served 36 years in the U.S. Army. He's also an original member of the elite Delta Force. General Boykin, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you, Rita, for having me on the program. You know, this is such an important and historic time. I first want to get your reaction to President Zelensky's speech to Congress. It was passionate. It was emotional, gripping. Uh, what were your thoughts? Well, I agree with everything you just said. I, you know, I don't know where he came from. This has been a total surprise, but I must tell you, he is an exemplar for leadership in, uh, in, in crisis. And God bless this guy. And I tell you what, if the members of Congress didn't sit up and pay attention when that guy was speaking, then there's something wrong with them. Give him the MIGs. Give him the MIGs. Let him decide whether they need the MIGs or not, not people in the State Department or even the DOD. You know, you you say give him the MIG jets. Of course, Poland has even offered it. We know that Biden said that the U.S. doesn't want to touch it or play a role. They keep claiming that it would escalate things and not necessarily change the fight for Ukraine. But a lot of people disagree. Obviously, you do, too, right? I totally disagree. And, and, and let me just say this. First of all, what are we afraid of? What is this, all this about escalation? What are we afraid of? Are we afraid of an army that for 22 days has been a miserable failure? an army of conscripts that are abandoning their posts, that are leaving their vehicles, sitting in the middle of the road and, and trying to find refuge or surrendering to the Ukrainians. What are we afraid of? Is nuclear weapons? Well, guess what? There are three, maybe four countries sitting on his border there that also have nuclear weapons. Is he really that stupid to make a, you know, force us to make a parking lot out of Moscow? So I think that it's time that we put him on the defensive. And that's the other thing, is that uh, they keep talking about these uh, MiGs being offensive weapons. When he's defending his borders, he's defending his country, it doesn't matter what the weapon is, he is still on the defensive. He was invaded. This is This defies logic for people in the State Department to stand up and say something like that. 
Yeah. What do you make, General Boykin, of the way that President Biden has handled it? I mean, he's talking about going to Brussels next week. And I'm thinking, my goodness, what are you waiting for? You know, I mean, be a leader. And that was one of the things that Zelensky said at the very end of his speech to Congress. He said, you know what? Be a leader for your nation, but also be a leader for the world. Be a leader for peace. In other words, Biden, take control of this situation, please. I think that was a proper ending for his speech there. And that was he called the president out. And I think he's absolutely right, because the United States president is historically the most powerful man in the world. Joe Biden is that man today. And I think Zelensky was right on and calling him out on that. So if he is indeed the most powerful man in the world, and I agree, I always think the president of the United States is the leader of the free world. How do you think he is doing? in that role, because clearly Zelensky and others feel that he could be doing a heck of a lot more. Well, I think he could be doing a lot more. And I'm not in favor of flying a no-fly zone with, uh, you know, U.S. personnel flying that. Not at this point. Now, we may come to that at some point, but at this point, I'm not in favor of that. But holding up these MiGs is a major, a major problem as far as I'm concerned, because right now, 28 or 29 MiGs would do a lot. It would increase the air force of the Ukraine by a third. And look what they've done with nothing but javelins and stingers. Look what they've done thus far. And Molotov cocktails, give them the MiGs. And I think that this is one of the places where the president, he's failing in terms of doing what is necessary to help these people survive, let alone win there. Do you think he will change his mind, General Boykin? Well, he's changed his mind on several things thus far. When the Congress got in behind him and to include people in his own party, you know, the, the, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, you know, that was something that he was adamant he wasn't going to do, but wound up doing that. So he's made several reversals. And I think that this is another one of those things that if the Congress will keep the pressure on him, he will eventually change his mind on this. What do you make of the fact, General Boykin, that as you talk about, the Russians have had some big losses. A number of their commanding generals have been taken out. Thousands of Russian troops, according to reports, have been killed. How would you grade the Russian military? Because you're right. At the very beginning, you were just saying there was this premise of it being the great empire and it's turning out to be a mess. If he planned on showcasing this fine modern military, it has been a modern failure. I mean, a total failure. And the fact that they've already killed at least four that we know of, four of the general officers will tell you something, because those generals are supposed to be in positions where they can provide command and control. They're not supposed to be out there where they are vulnerable to being hit, because when they get killed, it throws the rest of their formation, their column, their unit into chaos. And the fact that four of those generals have had to get out and try and lead these young conscripts who are abandoning their posts right and left and who don't want to be in this fight, that says a lot about the morale of the Russian forces and just how tenacious and how well the uh, Ukrainians are actually doing. Absolutely. And it is incredible, the fight that they have and the courage that they have, General Boykin. I think the world's in awe, aren't you? How could they not be? Even the Chinese have to be scratching their head right now as they look at their allies getting their behinds kicked at every turn. This this was supposed to have been over with after about the third day. And then it was just a matter of occupying and mopping up and and being welcomed by all the people in Ukraine. Yeah, well, 
you better rethink that because it's not anywhere near that. And I think the Chinese are probably looking at this saying, oh, my goodness, what happened to Russia? What about the Iranians? Because at the same time, there are reports that, of course, the U.S., believe it or not, and and this is just baffling, I think, to any American, that they're working with the Russians to do this nuke deal with Iran, which is astounding. Yeah, and their excuse is because Russia was part of the initial five plus one group of nations. And, and hey, you've got to be kidding me. First of all, this whole deal, this JCPOA, it's stupid. It's dumb. What we're doing is we're, we're building a nuclear program for the Iranians. That's plain and simple. And it has always put them on a path to a nuclear weapon. Now, I don't know why this administration is so determined and adamant to give them billions of dollars and to help them with their nuclear program, but that's essentially what it comes down to. And using Russia, I mean, it makes absolutely no sense for Russia to be an intermediary on this. And to give money to the Iranians, as we know, even in the past, that's happened under the Obama administration. And the timing of this, doesn't it also make us lose leverage with the Russians? How can we say, okay, we need you here, but we're going to do XXX against you because of what you're doing in Ukraine? Yeah, well, that's a good question. What do you think Putin is thinking? Seriously, we're going to sanction you. We're going to drop your most favored trade partner status. Uh, We're going to do all of these things. And oh, by the way, we need your help in negotiating with the Iranians on this JCPOA. Hey, what does Putin think when we come in with nonsense like that? It is so inane that I don't know what to say about it. Yeah, it is shocking. And I think it gives us, you know, it loses our credibility. It loses our leverage. General Boykin, one of the things that Putin is thinking, and we do know this because he's been saying it out loud, and it's kind of frightening, obviously, to hear this kind of rhetoric from someone who I think is definitely unhinged. But we're seeing him refer to cleansing of traitors of Russia. That word is a very disheartening word, especially when you hear it, you know, in modern times. And we, of course, think of previous times, that kind of phrase from World War II. Yeah. If you go back and look at the history of Stalin and even Lenin, what you see is that Vladimir Putin is now basically following exactly the same pattern. You know, when when Stalin came to power, he purged the military of 36,000 officers. 36,000 of his officers, and most of them were his senior people, 36,000. And now this is exactly what Putin is talking about, is purging the nation of people that he considers to be disloyal to him personally. He says to the motherland, but it's really to him personally. And he will not be questioned by his own people. He will not tolerate that. And you're going to see a bloodbath inside that country before this is all over with. What about what we're seeing outside of that country, too, as well? Because, boy, have we seen just a brutal week in Ukraine. The targeting of people, General Boykin, who are on a breadline, the targeting of that theater where it was clearly marked that it was a place for children. There were women and children inside that theater. What do you make of this just unspeakable brutality by Putin? It's diabolical. I mean, it is absolutely diabolical. What kind of person would order that, what we're seeing there? What kind of person would order a a hospital to be bombed? 
what kind of person would order people standing in a bread line to be bombed? It makes absolutely no sense from a rational perspective. But that the point is, this guy is an evil, evil man. And the sooner we accept that there is good and evil in this world, and he represents evil, the better off we're going to be in trying to understand this. He's just pure evil. What should we do now? Because there's also concerns, and we've heard it much more vocal in the last day or two, General Boykin, about his possible use of chemical weapons. He's done it before in Aleppo, as we know, in Syria. Many people are concerned that that could be what's on his tap next. He's you know, talking about sort of this false yeah. flag, you know, saying, oh, somebody yeah. else is going to do it. But many people have said, well, that could be a sign he may be planning that. Yeah, let me tell you, for what I'm about to say, Nobody in the State Department or administration would agree with me, but I think that's where we establish a no-fly zone. We start evacuating those people out of there as quickly as we can, and we fly it with Americans. Look, I've been to war multiple times, and it's ugly, and you lose people. But America is America. We are a nation that believes in freedom and democracy and representative government. And now is the time for us to decide who we are as a nation. I don't want to go to war with Russia. I don't want to see a nuclear exchange, but I don't believe Putin is that stupid. I don't think he's that far gone. So if they pop a chemical or a biological weapon, I think that's when we establish a no-fly zone. We fly it with not just Americans, but we fly it with NATO allies. And listen, let's hope to God that he certainly does not do that. But the brutality that we've already seen has been horrific. Where do you see this going and what do you see as ahead? Well, you know, what I'd like to see happen is I'd like to see the oligarchs get so fed up with him and frustrated with him, which they are right now, by the way, that they get rid of him. By whatever means, they get rid of him. He's no longer the premier of of Russia. However that unfolds, that would be the ideal situation. The other thing is that the Ukrainians and the Russians ultimately find some way to come to an agreement a negotiated settlement to stop the shooting, bring about a ceasefire, and then get the Russians out of Ukraine. But that's not going to happen right away because Putin is not ready yet. He's so humiliated and so embarrassed by what has happened there that no negotiated settlement, I don't think, is going to happen right away. Which means more hell on earth, sadly, for the Ukrainian people. And more importantly, as you talk about, trying to do whatever we can to support them. General Boykin, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for all you do, all your great service to this country. And thanks for all you do to keep our country and the world safe. Thank you. Well, thank you, Rita. And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America.